Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of No Boundaries. It's your girl, Aisha, checking in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, today, guys, on this good, great Freestyle Friday, um, I had a situation um, not long ago, excuse me, and uh, I wanted to express myself, um, but I didn't because I'm the type of person that feels like... um, when I love someone, um, if you're in my circle of love, I wouldn't, um, address you aggressively or treat you the way I would treat someone I have no connection with. I think very carefully about how I'm going to approach you, even if I'm going to approach you or if I'm going to give you a pass and let that slide. Um, so long story short, um, I had a spat with someone and, um, well, I won't say I had a spat. Uh, I didn't like how they were treating me. So um, I just decided that, you know, I would just disregard, uh, be the bigger person and um, just not approach them. But my circle of influence got tired of the way that individual was treating me and decided to approach the situation. And um, long story short, it's like when it, it, I don't know how it works for everyone else, but for me, when I love you, you are family. Um, and it's like, uh, whether we're blood or not, it doesn't matter. When I love you, you are my family. You are included in my circle. And I address you and approach you differently than I would someone that I have no relationship or um, or love for or love with. So um, today, guys, I'm speaking from a perspective of there's a thin line. And, um, there's a thin line between, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, uh, with, um, it was Martin Lawrence and, uh, Lynn Whitfield. And it's called, there's a thin line between love and hate, but I'm coming from a perspective of there's a thin line between love and loyalty. And, um, I want to examine that because it's like we, it becomes a blurred line rather between love and loyalty. And so, um, it's one of those things where when you look at loyalty, um, you, when I think of loyalty, I think of, you know, how I've pledged my allegiance and my love and support and, um, my faithfulness to, uh, to show love, to be with that ride or die mentality for the people who are in my circle, um, that I love and care for. Um, and in that you come to realize that, your love and your loyalty will also consist of, uh, some really hard conversations because, um, the ones that you love when you love them, um, you're loyal. So when you're loyal, it's like, and they're wrong. You want to, um, also correct them and redirect them. You don't want to, um, you know, be harsh or whatever. So, I was talking to my therapist about the situation and my therapist was just kind of like, um, you should have said something when it first happened, nipped it in the bud, addressed it. And, uh, so we're going to work on you doing that with the people that you love. And, um, and I'm just like, you know, in my mind, I had the wrong idea of long suffering. Like when you endure and you don't give up on people and you, um, try to find a different way to approach the situation. So for me, guys, um, 
um, even in my 45 years of living, I'm still learning how to love better, to approach things and people and situations better. Um, and in my uh, social media travels this, this past week, I came across uh, something that Iyanla Vanzant said in one of her um, Fix My Life sessions. And it was crazy because it so suited the situation. She talked about uh, this young man's mother being what she called a provocative victim. I never knew there were such a things, guys. But when I heard this, when I heard that description, that characterized the individual that I had an issue with. A provocative victim is one who provokes or incites a riot and you know like in my day they would say you throw the rock and hide your hand or um but what I would like to say in this situation is that um someone that I was trying to love and uh include in my circle it's like they became an arsonist setting fire to everything and everyone that was connected to me so it's like what do you do what do you do in that situation when um either the ones you love and care about uh your family or the ones that are connected to them what do you do when that person becomes an arsonist and sets everything ablaze and just sits back like they did no wrong or that you should um you know, excuse their inability to function in a family setting. And it's like, you know, I come from um, a very colorful background where I've been amongst family. I've been in the system. And, you know, people always say, oh, well, you know, if you didn't have family or you're not family orientated and this didn't happen and that didn't happen. I chose to love. I chose to be love. I chose to walk in love. Even though I didn't have love, I didn't have acceptance. I've been rejected so much in my life. Um, I've not been included at all in my life. Um, and it took a while to just love and accept myself regardless of who didn't love and accept me with open arms. So it's like, I feel like no matter what your situation is, it does, or your upbringing, it doesn't give you an excuse to set a blaze to everything that everyone else has built around you to try to include you. So, um, guys, I just wanted to to come on and share that because those were my thoughts and that was where I was and it's like you know I had to ask God to help me because it's like what do you do in that situation if you're the husband the wife or the family um of that individual and they're they're creating this drama and they're um like I said being an arsonist setting little fires to everything that you've tried to establish the love you've established the relationship the friendships things of that nature what do you do so, um, and it's like, and I can imagine from the perspective of the person that, uh, was doing the offending, the, the person that, that loves them, like, I can only imagine how they feel as the, the husband, the wife, the family of the person who is the first responder. Like when you think of the first responders, 
in like in a fire. The first person's on the scene to try to put the fire out. So it's like, imagine being that husband, imagine being that wife or that family that's trying to control the blaze and it's just spiraling and spiraling out of control and everyone is at odds and it's a sad situation. And it's like, how do, uh, it's like we get caught in a crosshair. So it's like, um, you do your best not to get caught up in whatever, but it's like, how do you move forward from this point? When you've uh, drawn a line in the sand and everybody's quiet and nobody's talking and um, everything is at a standstill and there's silence, what do you do? What do you do when the one you love is the arsonist in this situation? I'll tell you what you do. You pray about it first. You see if God asked, if God called you to walk away from the situation or take a break. If not, then you have to find uh, things that work to regain control, redirect, uh, start a healing process. But um, I would say, let's no back up a minute. I would say the first thing would be if you're going to stick and stay, uh, therapy. You need to examine why uh, that particular person, uh, your loved one or whomever, is... What's the root cause of their behavior? Is it adverse childhood traumas? Um, Is it uh, something wrong in their relationships? Is it mother hunger, father hunger? Uh, Are they the type of person that has just not had things go well in their life and they're always self-sabotaging? I mean, there is a root cause, in my opinion, to the majority of the behaviors that we... um, that we see. So if we take the time, uh, to, uh, examine that with therapy, also communicating. So it's like, you have to communicate when you said A, B, and C, it made me feel when you did A, B, and C, it made me feel, how do we figure out a different way to communicate? How do we figure out a different way to exhibit love in action? Also pray and fast for, um, understanding and healing and deliverance and restoration of what, uh, uh, of the situation. And if it can't be restored, uh, forward movement, like you can't change the past. You can't change what's occurred, but you can move forward in a positive direction. It's like, I always would tell my kids, what have you learned from this situation? Or, well, I always ask my kids, what have you learned from this situation? What what do you grasp out of what I'm trying to tell you about how this situation made me feel or how the situation came off in your behavior? So, guys, I just want to encourage you, um, if you're in a situation where there has become a thin line in your life between love and loyalty, um, just take your time, pray about it, examine it, include therapy. Um, I know people think that's taboo, but therapy works if you're willing to do the work. So I just want to encourage you guys. God bless you and peace.